Well, I'm honored to be here today. My husband, Pastor John, is actually speaking in our Spanish service right now, and so it's a privilege for me to be here. And we have been in our all-in series over the past few weeks, and we've been talking about how God wants us to go all-in with him, to fully commit, to fully give God every part of our life, to not hold anything back from him. And we believe that God is calling Westover to an all-in moment into the vision and the future that he has for us. A few months ago, San Antonio got very excited about the upcoming NBA draft that was happening and the season. We got very excited because by the grace of God and his favor that shined upon us, we got the number one draft pick, right? The Spurs, it was our moment. It was our moment. And everybody was excited and talking about it because there was an upcoming player that had a lot of hype around him. Everybody was talking about his ability. Everybody was talking about how good he was. And so it was part of the conversation. And my husband, he is a big sports fan. I am not. But because I'm a loving wife, I try to keep up. And so he was giving me, it was all he talked about. He was giving me the stats. He was telling me what this meant and how this was going to shift the franchise of the Spurs. And so everything was leading up to that moment. And then the day of the draft came. It became draft day. And in that moment, we had the opportunity to draft Wimby to the San Antonio Spurs, right? It was great. We're so excited. But in that moment, when Wimby got, Wimby got drafted, Let's be honest, he didn't go, well, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Like, I don't know if I really want to be in the NBA anymore. He had given his entire life to this. All he wanted was to be an NBA player. All he wanted was to be a basketball player. He had practiced, he had sacrificed, he had dedicated himself to this moment. And so when his moment came, he was all in and he was ready to go. And today I want to talk about what we should do when God says go. What do we do when God says go? See, we all have moments in life when God is going to call us by name and he's going to call us up to the starting line and he's going to say, it's your turn. I'm ready for you to move. I'm ready to work through you. I'm ready to move through you. Get ready because I'm about to move. And today we're going to be looking at a passage of scripture that we've been in the past several weeks in Joshua chapter one. So feel free to open up your Westover app, open up your Bible. And we're going to be looking at the verses 10, 11, and 16. And what's been happening in the stories we've been talking about is that the nation of Israel, they had been delivered out of Egypt. They had come and God had promised them, this is the land I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you this land. This is your promised land. They get up to that moment. God had showed himself faithful all the way up to this moment. They get to the promised land. Land. They're about to cross over and then they chicken out and they say, we can't do it. And so they miss out on the blessing and the promise and the favor of God for 40 years. But God comes back around and he gives them a second chance and he says, Joshua, now's your time. I'm about to move you back into the promised land where I intended for you to be all along. And so God is telling Joshua about this, and we're going to pick up the story in the conversation in verse 10 when Joshua begins to talk to the nation of Israel about it. And this is what it says. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. And then we pick up in verse 16, and this is how the nation of Israel, this is how the people responded to that command. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. You see, when God gave them that moment, when he says, I'm about to move, I'm about to go, he gave them specific direction. He gave them a time. He gave them a location. He told them where they were going. 
And when God is going to call you, when God is going to move in your life, he always has a plan. He always knows where he's going to take you. When God says go, he always has a plan in mind. We might not understand it. We might see it, not see it. But on the other end, God is in our future and he's calling us forward. And he's saying, come on, it's go time. Just step into what I have for you. And so today, for just a few moments, I want to share with you what we should do when God says go, how we should respond. The first is we have to get in the game. Get in the game. It said in verse 10 and 11, so Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go throughout the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. See, Joshua is calling the entire community. He is including everybody in this. He says the entire team needs to get ready. He tells the people, go through the entire camp. He never intended to leave anybody out. God wanted to include everybody in the promise. Nobody was intended to be left behind. It wasn't just for the older and the wiser generation. It wasn't just for the younger generation. He says it includes everybody. Everybody's supposed to get in the game. Everybody has a role to play. Everybody needs to be a part. You see, when God says go, it includes everybody. God's go is for everyone. But I wonder how many times in our life we excuse ourselves or we disqualify ourselves from the call that God has on our life and from getting in the game. We look at people around us and we think, well, I'm not like them. I can't do what they do. We disqualify ourselves and we think that maybe our gifts, our abilities, our contributions, they're not worthy or they're not enough and they're not as good as someone else's. You know, I I don't have the gift of singing. I can't lead us into worship like our amazing worship team does each and every week. They do a great job, but that's not my gift, okay? That's not my gift. But it's definitely not my husband's gift either. He has the gift of make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And so I tell them all the time, babe, we all have our gifts, but we need to stay in our lane. Like, just stay in your lane. But see, I can't sing like a Pastor Lindsay. I can't get up here and I can't lead us into the presence of God. But that doesn't just qualify me and that doesn't mean that God doesn't want my gift and he doesn't want me to be a part and he doesn't want me to serve and he doesn't want me to be a part of Westover. It needs all of us giving what God has put inside of us. God wants you in the game. Because you're God's first draft pick for your assignment. You are God's first draft pick for your assignment. So live like God's number one draft pick. Live like God's number one draft pick. If I could get you to get get anything out of this message is this. You have a gift and an assignment that only you you can fulfill. And when you don't step into your assignment, when you don't step into your place and your role on the team, there's a hole in the kingdom. And there's a hole at Westover. So live like God's number one draft pick for yourself. You know, when Wimby was being courted by all of the different teams, you could see it in the interviews and when he was talking, he kind of had a little bit of a confidence that he walked around with because he knew he was the number one draft pick. He knew, he kind of walked with confidence as it was leading up to that moment. There was a hype team around him, the media were following him. It was a big deal. But here's what I want you to know. At Westover, there's a hype team around you. There's a hype team around you. We want to come along beside you and we want to encourage you. We want to be with you. We want you to know that you can do what God has called you to do. God is calling you off the bench and he's ready for you to play. He's ready for you to get in the game. See, what's interesting about this story 
in Joshua is that the Israelites, they had the opportunity 40 years prior to step into the promised land. They were promised 40 years prior to this moment. They were supposed to do it then. God had been with them all the way up. He had delivered them from slavery. He had moved powerfully and got them to this point. They're ready to walk into the promised land. And so they send 12 spies to go look at the land. And 10 come back and they said, we can't do it. We can't do it. It's too, it's too hard. The enemy is too big. We're not strong enough. I don't think we can. And so they did not believe that it was their promise. They missed out and they didn't step into what God had for them. And so God comes around a second time and he says, I can work through you. I believe in you. It's go time. Step into what God has for you. He says, take possession of the land I've already given to you. And here's what I want you to get is God has already given you a promise. God has already placed you in the kingdom of God. God already has a place intended for you here at Westover. So take possession of it. Step into it. Because see, today God is calling and giving Westover the same promise. And he's giving that promise to you. And God is calling Westover to step out and step into a new season. That he's saying, we still have more people to reach. That Westover, we still have to reach out into our community. There's people that are still lost and need to be saved. There are families that still need to be restored. There's marriages that are on the brink of divorce that God wants to rescue. There are people that he wants to touch. There's family members that you have that have yet to be saved. There are students that come every single week and they don't believe that they have a future. And they're discouraged and they're considering giving up on life. And God is saying, Westover, I'm calling you to make an impact. I'm calling you, but it's going to require all of us to get in the game and to take possession. We all have to be a part of that. So live as God's number one draft pick. The second way and the second thing that we need to do when God says go is we have to own your moment. Own your moment. You see in verse 16, what I find very interesting is after Joshua tells the people, this is what God is telling us to do. Pay attention to how they respond. They answer Joshua and they say, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. See, the Israelites understood the moment. They understood this moment. They knew and they had remembered and they had seen how for 40 years they'd been wandering aimlessly around in the desert. They had no purpose. They had no place. They were nomads. They felt like they had nothing. And then God finally comes back around and gives them a second chance. He says, it's go time. Let's go. I need you to step in. And they understood the moment they were in. When Joshua says, get ready, they're like, finally, yes, we're ready. Let's go. Let's get in the game. And they understood the moment they were in. A while back, my husband and I, we were flying back to San Antonio as we were away at a conference. And so we were at the airport and we were at the gate waiting to board our flight. And you know how it is when you're at the gate and you're waiting. After a certain amount of time, as it gets closer to boarding time, the airline employee will come on and begin to give you instructions over the intercom and give you instructions about, we're going to be boarding in so-and-so minutes. This is what you can expect. And so we're sitting there at the gate, and they come on the, the intercom, and they say, this is Southwest Flight such and such going to San Antonio. We're going to board in a few minutes. Please be prepared. You can have this many bags, et cetera, et cetera. Then they come on again just a few minutes before boarding and they start to give us instructions and they say, this is Southwest flight, such and such going to San Antonio. What well, was finally our moment to begin boarding. So we get up and we get in line 
And we begin to board, and the lady is scanning everybody's pass, um, not passports, everybody's boarding passes, and begins to scan, ding, ding, everybody's getting on the jetway, getting on the plane. And there was a gentleman that was right in front of us, and he came up to the employee, and she scanned, and then all of a sudden, instead of a ding that went off, it gave an error message. And everybody was kind of surprised, and the employee looks at the computer and was a little startled and said, um, sir, I'm sorry, you're not on this flight. And the guy got insistent really quick. He said, oh, no, yes, I am. I am on this flight. I have to be at San Antonio today. I am meant to be here. And so the employee goes, okay, can I, can I see your boarding pass real quick? So he gives the boarding pass. She begins to look at it. She's looking at it carefully. And then she goes, um, sir, yes, you are going to San Antonio today, but not on this flight and not with Southwest. Your flight is with another airline. So the whole time, he's been sitting at the wrong gate in a Southwest flight to San Antonio, not even realizing he's supposed to be with another airline at another terminal, at another gate, and the plane was supposed to be taking off about the same time our plane is taking off. And so all of a sudden, he realizes what's happening. He goes, oh my goodness, and he starts racing down the terminal trying to get to his flight. And I wonder how many times we're like that with God, because we're not paying attention because we're busy with our schedules, because we're busy with our own life and our own, priority, our own priorities, we're sitting there and God's calling out to us and he's saying, I need you to get in the game. Today's go day. I need you to be a part. I need you to serve. I need you to get on board. I need you to step all in. And because we're completely oblivious as to what's going on, we're missing out on the call and the whisper of God. You see, God is calling you to step in I believe he's been whispering to you, it's time. Get all in. Don't hold back. Don't wait. Don't delay again. Don't hesitate. Because God has a promised land for you and for Westover. And he's inviting you to step in and own your moment. This is a place where he wants to use you. If God has called you to Westover, he's called you to serve. And he has a place he wants to use you and a place to make an impact God is calling you, and he's inviting you to an all-in moment. Will you fully commit? Will you fully step in? Will you be like the Israelites that know the moment is here and say, whatever you have said, God, I will do, and wherever you tell me to go, I will go. Own your moment. Don't miss out on the moment God has for you. God is talking to you. God is speaking to all of us. But I think sometimes we sit there and we say, God, that's not for me. I'm too busy. I've got this going on. I've got this going on. You don't need me. You, you need the person next to me. And really what we're doing is we're sitting at the wrong gate in the wrong terminal with the wrong flight, and we're missing out what God wants to do in our life. See, you were meant to make an impact. You were meant to make an impact. There's a place that God wants you to serve and to be a part. Check out this story. My name is Caesar, and I volunteer in Westover Sports. I've been a coach for about four months. I was always hesitant to serve because I felt like I wasn't qualified to do ministry work. I was ready to coach, but it was always a thought of me that uh, I wasn't good enough to do the ministry. And then a Bible verse came into mind when Jesus said unto his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And 
I knew I had to make up my mind and start helping. My favorite part of serving the community through sports is the fact that I can get to share the sport that I love the most, which is soccer. I'm passionate about it. I love teaching kids about the sport, giving just uh, simple tips and tricks to the kids. Um, it's very enjoyable for me. Uh, but most important is to share the passion that I have for Christ and um, being able to witness to them and tell them how Jesus has changed my life. Westover Sports is more than sports. It's more than soccer. It's more than softball. It's more than basketball. It's life. So many people will come to watch a soccer games, but they will never come to church. And we have a great opportunity that through sports we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is calling us today to get off the bench. I think there's no more time to be wasted. One day we will see God and he will tell us, good job, my faithful servant. Until then, we have to continue to do his work. You see, you might be asking, how do I own my moment? What does that look like? Well, it's just saying yes. Just saying yes to the next thing that God puts in front of you. And that yes will lead to the next yes, which will lead to the next yes. And then you're going to look back and you're going to see God working in your story, pointing you to your, to your purpose. And today we're inviting you to say yes to serving, to go all in, to be a part of the team, to own this moment. You see, in the kingdom of God and at Westover, no one sits on the bench. You see, in the kingdom of God, there are no spectators. There are no sidelines. It's not us watching everybody else do it. God calls each one of us to be a part. You weren't meant to be a spectator to sit there and watch God move in someone else's life and watch God move through someone else to make an impact. He calls all of us to be a part. He calls all of us to get in the game. God wants to use you to move in someone's life. God wants to use you to make an impact. And if you don't serve in your place, there is a hole in the kingdom of God. And so today we invite you to say yes and to obey the prompt of the Lord. See, when you serve at Westover, you don't serve alone. You serve with a team. You serve with a family that wants to come alongside you and uplift you and encourage you and, and come alongside you to say, hey, we've got this. We're going to do this together. We want to be your family and we want to do this life with you. And we want to make serving easy and obtainable because we understand that everybody's busy. You have priorities, you have a family, you have schedules. So here's what the ask is at Westover. When we ask you to serve, we ask this. Would you consider serving two services a month? Two services a month. That equals three hours of your month. Would you consider giving three hours of your month to make an impact in the kingdom of God? The time that it takes you to sit down and maybe watch a movie with your family, you can make an impact. You can make an impact in any place on our campus, any team that we have. We have so many teams that are available and we have places for you to serve. For us to reach where we need to reach, it's gonna require all of us stepping in. Maybe you wanna be a part of our connections team where you hold a door and you smile and you encourage people when they walk in the door and remind them that God loves them, that we look forward to seeing them here. 
Or maybe you wanna be a part of our parking lot team. I tell our teams all the time, our parking lot is where the altar starts. It starts in the parking lot because we want people to experience the presence of God from the moment they drive on this campus. Or maybe it's to serve a part of our tech team. Or maybe you would consider giving three hours a month to make a difference and an impact in the life of a kid or a student. We have kids and students that show up each and every week and they need to see that there are people that love them and that care about them. And no matter what chaos is happening in their home life and at school and the things that they feel are so overwhelming that when they come to church, they know they're gonna find people that love them or they just come alongside and say, hey, so glad you're here. Hey, I believe in you. You're gonna make it. You never know the impact you can make in someone's life. And so we invite you to make this step to go all in because today is draft day. Today is draft day at Westover. We want to draft everybody in to be a part and to find a place to serve. And so we're gonna invite you today to find your place. So we're gonna be dismissing service early, but here's what that means. Kids and student ministry is not dismissing early. We want our kids and our students to get everything that God has for them. We're creating space in your calendar right now for you to find a team and to get connected. And so in our main lobby, we have people ready to talk to you, to meet with you, to find out and help you answer questions of where you feel like your fit should be. What would you even be able to do? How can you serve? We have a QR code that will give you all of the serving opportunities that we have. It's on our app, on our main part of our page. You can pick, click the banner there and you can be a part or we can answer your questions right now, but we want you to go all in. And I believe that God has a place for you, that he wants to use you and we want you on the team. And so as we close, I want to invite you to stand. For months, we have been praying for you. Our team and our staff have been interceding for you for months for this moment. And all week we have prayed that God would speak to you very clearly. Because I believe in this series, God has been talking to each one of us about what our all in step needs to be and how he wants to use us. And it's gonna take all of us to make an impact. And whatever God has been speaking to you, I wanna encourage you and invite you. Say yes, obey God immediately, step out into what God has for you. Join the team, believe that God can use you Act like God's number one draft pick because at Westover, there's a space for you. If he's called you to Westover, he's called you to serve. And we want you to be a part of the team. And I believe God wants to speak to you right now. And so right now I wanna pray that God would speak so clearly and that you would obey the prompt of God, that God would begin to work in your life, that he would work through you, he would equip you for the call that he has on your life. So God, we come before you and Lord, we just thank you that we have the opportunity to serve, that you have given us an opportunity to give back and make an impact. And Lord, you're saying this is our go moment. God, that you're saying right now, I wanna move in your life. Right now, I wanna step out and I wanna move through you. I want to change you. I want to work through you so that we can reach this community for Jesus. 
Lord, I pray that you speak specifically to each person on where you want to use them, how they can make a difference. Lord, and that they would obey the prompt of God. They would step out in faith. And as they do, God, I believe that you're going to begin to work in their life. Lord, those that have been praying for breakthrough in their life, they've been praying for you to work in a certain situation. Lord, this is going to be the catalyst that advances them forward. I pray that they would honor you today. Thank you, Father, for how you want to use us. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of the team. We give you this day in Jesus' name. Amen. We're so glad that you're with us. We invite you now, step down to our main lobby. Let us help you connect with the team. We want to be there for you. And if by chance you're not really sure what your next step is, go to our Love People class every single Sunday at 1130. We look forward to having you on the team. You are dismissed.